the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Looking for a mobile measurement partner? Or like the cool kids like to say, an MMP? Well, we've got you covered with our partner, Airbridge.io. Experience an unparalleled, accurate, and unified view of your mobile marketing performance, even in today's dynamic landscape shaped by privacy changes. What's more, Airbridge has recently launched MMM Studio, setting a new standard as the only MMP offering a self-service marketing mix modeling solution. Say goodbye to guesswork and hello to data insights. Learn more by going to their website, airbridge.io. That once again is airbridge.io. Notix is an audience re-engagement service based on web and in-app push notifications that work for both desktop and mobile devices. With Notix, website app owners and marketers can share their content and interact with their audiences in a highly engaging channel while still having the opportunity to monetize both mobile and web subscribers. Learn more by visiting notix.co. That is an O-T-I-X dot C-O. What is up, App Nation? Live from Toronto, where we're doing an MGS collaboration, and we're doing a workshop at MGS Canada. I hopped out of the event just to make sure I do not delay this talk any further with my friend Moyo. He's generated over 12 million downloads as an indie developer, has gone to sell an app portfolio of his own. We're going to talk all about the lessons he's learned from the old days of the app space and how he's applying it to the new age of the app space. So without further ado, let's bring in Moyo. What's up, Moyo? Yo, happy to be here. How are you? Good, man. I want to say hi to a few people. Kevin's here. Ricardo, hey, fam. Yo. How's everything? And then Adrian, fellow Blue Cow Yo, veteran. what's up, man? <laughs> and then Nurix is here as well. Miguel, let's do this. And then Waruna is here. Fam, double connotations, Moyo. Fridays with App Masters. And, of course, we're Fridays all fam here, too. with App Masters. There you go, my friend. Hey, let's break it down, Moyo, here. I'm going to pull up your app portfolio, but I'd love to learn, I think as indie developers, one of the, I don't know, and I'm, I'm just speaking for myself, but one of the end goals is to always sell the babies that we built and made it profitable <laughs> and to sell them off. So here's your apps, but what has been your experience with selling your app portfolio? Yeah, yeah. Um, happy to be here. Thanks for that, man. Um I think that's the goal sometimes, but then it's also not the goal. So I sold my portfolio. I think that was in 2015. Um, had a lot more apps at that time, mm-hmm. mostly on iOS. Actually, I think it's only iOS I sold. And, you know, um, you had the episode or a couple episodes with the Blue Throne guys, and I think they broke it down really well, you know, mm-hmm. Um the buyers that were looking at, at my portfolio were concerned mostly with the, the monthly revenue it was making. Um, and basically the, the more you're generating, um, the more, the more you're going to be able to command from a sale. So um, 
it was pretty cool for me. It's the probably the biggest check I ever got at, at once. But nice. Um, so it was life changing in a way, but it wasn't the kind of money that um, I would never have to work again or anything like that. Um, but yeah, man, the, the, the thing that I kind of said makes it not the goal is that I realized after the fact, I was like, okay, you know, I kind of got used to just revenue coming in without me having to do anything. Mm. Um, and you get that big pop, but then that recurring revenue is gone. So um, you have to kind of weigh your options there, see what the next thing is that you want to do. And, um, you know, maybe it makes sense. Maybe it doesn't. Do you have any seller's regret? Seller's regret? No. Um, no. I, like, I, I don't, I wasn't emotionally attached to my portfolio mm-hmm. in any way. I, I think it was a, a good deal for me at the time. Um, I just, I guess I just didn't know how it was going to feel to just, you know, you, you get used to, oh, it's it's eight o'clock in the morning. I made X hundreds of dollars and that's no longer the case. But I, I will also say at that time that I sold, it was a good time for me because um, the app store was changing up a lot. You know, mm. the, the algorithms weren't the same. M- my revenue was on the decline. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, 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 it was perfect for me. Yeah, I want to get into that and how you've sort of, you know, we come from the days of like the reskinning days, the blue cloud, Carter sure. Thomas type of days. But like, before I get there, what were some of the more surprising things that you learned? I try to buy an app, Moyo. We bought an app in 2021 and then, oh no, 2022, beginning of 2022. And that was a nice seamless experience. I was like, my first time buying an app, I was like, yo. And then we were able to 10X the revenues, the monthly revenues. Yeah, that's awesome. And then I tried to buy another app and we agreed on a price. He ended up backing out at the last moment. But what were some of the surprising things that you learned throughout the whole entire process from sharing your revenues, your download data, and maybe the more surprising questions you got from the buyer? Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's been a while, but, um, what was surprising? You know, I, I guess, you know, I, I guess you get used to, to a certain thing. You get used to your business and you, you might not realize how valuable, um, like how valuable recurring revenue is to some, somebody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, you're just used to, Hey, this is my business. This is what it does. Um, but if you can actually get a business to that point, um, there are people, you know, a lot of people with money would, they're looking at it as, Hey, um, if I invest this much money, what is my ongoing return? Um, and so, you know, they might see it as more valuable than you do, you know? And, and I guess once you get to the other side, you might start to get that a bit more. Yeah, this one, <laughs> I've had this one since 2019. Uh, right. Color Noir, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm actually pushing it now and it's going pretty well. So I, 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 hopefully it can continue. Um, yeah. It's, it's interesting. No, why don't we, what might be a great transition. I was trying to show off some of the apps that you have. It might be a great transition here to talk about what have you learned? from leveraging all the knowledge you had from 2015 to 2013 days when you probably got started when, like I did, like, what have you learned to now bring it into this? Like new, I feel like there's a new age you know, of yeah. right now. And I feel like, okay, well, we can't do all the, you know, spammy things we used to do in the past. How have you learned? What have you learned with these new app launches? Yeah. Um, so I think that there are things from the past that carry over mm. um, in terms of, I think that no matter 
no matter what your app is, um, how much you spent on it, the features, you're always going to need to find a way to get attention for it. And often, uh, often like some good principles to stand on or just making sure that there is demand for the kind of thing that you're doing. There, there's like communities that care about that. Mm-hmm. In, in, in the past, I used to be, I guess, more heavy handed about the way that I did that. And what I mean by that is, okay, um, there's a game called Temple Run. There's a game called Bike Racer. There's a game called Subway Surfers. I, I want to find a way to incorporate all of their names into my title and metadata so I can surf off of their traffic, right? Yeah. And, and um, so I, I would do stuff like that. And sometimes it would really, really work. Um, that's really that's really not what you want to do, in my opinion. But you do like you do want to find um, ways to just identify ideas that are popular or, mm-hmm. you know, things that people like doing and that they care about and then figure out how you can create like a, a quality experience that people will want to use over and over and over um, and like marry it to that attention, if that makes sense. I, it does. I think this is a great example of what you were able to accomplish. I mean, man, it's hard just working off of one monitor here. Okay. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> like where are all of my tabs this is a great example of what you've been able to do with this app it's just like you know the adult coloring book was a theme that was popping off and then you built yeah. it the black culture and so i love what you did here talk to me about what you've done because you've got like four hundred thousand users and you took yeah. a spin you're like hey adult coloring books but i want to do it for the black culture like how how did you approach the launch for this type of app Right, right. So th- this um, it first launched in 2019, and yeah. the thought process. I just saw all those adult coloring books. I started playing around with them. I saw why they were popular. I said, okay, you know, this is pretty chill. This is pretty relaxing. I, I get it. Um, and as I'm using them, I see, okay, like there's just not a lot of black people in them, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I- I've seen other product categories where that's been the case, and people have been able to provide a, a good experience like that. You know, whether um, it be black people, Hispanic people, Asian, you know, right. anytime somebody is like underserved, um, they're going to be more starving for the product. So, and, you know, me, me being black, my, my, my wife is black. Um, <laughs> I know many black people. I'm, I'm going to, to, to <laughs> that sounded crazy. <laughs> sounded a little crazy. But, um, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to understand, um, like how to, you know, um, what images might be good that people might like that that, that that I've seen. And so I just started really small, you know, initially um, there were some coloring books, source codes. Um, I bought one. I, I got some um, stock images that weren't the greatest. And mm-hmm. essentially I was just trying to see, hey, is this something that people are going to want to do? And, and, you know, we, we did spruce up the, the UI um, and got some nice, I always try to have like a nice, nice icon, a nice UI, even if it's really simple, that that doesn't cost much, but it makes a really big difference in terms of how people perceive it. Yep. Um, and the, the images that you see on it right now are not what we started with. Um, I, they were a lot simpler, a lot less depth, but um, it still resonated with people, right? Yeah. Um, People were coming into the Facebook group. People were reviewing it. People were liking it. So that convinced me, okay, um, 
I can create something better. So I, essentially, I, I've updated this thing probably hundreds of times by now mm-hmm. over four years. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's about um, testing pricing. Sometimes it's about trying to improve the, the interface a little better. Uh, people have... Uh, I conduct surveys in the app, so I forget at what point the survey pops up, but um, it it will ask people like four questions and then maybe have two more that are a little bit more open where they can talk about benefits and um, give critical feedback. And so, you know, people have requested like more colors. Um, we want images of, of more fat people. We we need Graham. I'm serious. Like there are people like, Hey, like, you need to have. You need to represent fat people. I'm like, oh, that's that's a great point. <laughs> fat yeah. people are people. You know, <laughs> like we have, to have everybody. We need the fat people. We need the skinny people. We need, um, you know, we we just want to represent um, anybody who, who might want to use the coloring book, or you know, represent people in their family, or people wanted people doing different kinds of jobs, right? Like, right. hey, we want to see policemen in fire. I'm like, okay, cool, um, but. Yeah, we, we've just been able to update it so many times. And I think that that's part of what helps it to um, to be successful. I love it. I know you said focus on your paying customers. Yeah. 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 So I, I, I and I guess that's always going to be a balance because, <laughs> you know, um, you know, I've, I've heard you on this podcast talk about using the hard paywall sometimes to, mm-hmm. to make sure um, like, hey, you guys want it, pay. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, you know, it kind of depends on what kind of person you are or how you approach this stuff. But I think for a lot of us, we'll, we'll want to make sure that everybody really likes our app, you know, whether they're never giving you a dollar or or anything. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you've talked about how people will be nervous to show a paywall and that it's going to hurt your hurt people's feelings. And, you know, they're going to leave bad reviews and, and all of this stuff. Um and I think we overstate that stuff. Like some people will just bounce. I think anytime you introduce a paywall, you will get less traffic, less virality. Um, and that kind of is what it is. But um, like just because somebody on Instagram comes and says, hey, this app wasn't free, right? That doesn't yeah, mean yeah. you need to change your entire business strategy and, and never charge for anything, right? There are people, you know, pe- there are other people using the same app and they're like, hey, I paid it and I love it. You know, I, mm-hmm. I love this app. Um, and, and for me, I, I feel like it makes more sense to listen to those people a little bit more than, you know, somebody who's never going to use it. Like <laughs> they're just going to complain. They're never going to use your thing. Um, and they're just going to say, hey, it, it's not free. That's my critique, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not that they're a bad person, but it's just like you're not going to be able to keep going if you don't make some money on this thing. Like you can't even provide this thing for the people. I mean, I guess maybe if you're, you're Steve Jobs or, or Jeff Bezos, you don't have that problem. But yeah. um, you need to make sure that it's actually it actually makes business sense. It actually brings money in. Um, it, it doesn't mean like I still try to provide lots of stuff for people. Yeah, lots of free stuff. Yeah, I, I. But people people will still complain. <laughs> yeah. So I try to make it so that they can have a great time and maybe they'll monetize through ads. Maybe they won't, but um, yeah, you know, at a certain point I, I do want people to subscribe and pay yeah. <laughs> and um, there's nothing wrong with that. Like this America, you know, um, 
I'm not going to show up to your job and be like, hey, you're not getting paid this month. Um, but I still want you to clean my teeth, right? <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, that, that's that's all I, I mean. Um, I you just it. don't want to overemphasize uh, people who are upset because they've been trained by Mark Zuckerberg that everything should be free. Right, I love it. Well, Kishnor says app graphics are very beautiful. Hey, appreciate it, man. Have you tested like locking up more content versus not locking up more content? Yeah. I, I have I have at certain times and you know um because it looks like there's I, a lot yeah I, I don't think that I don't think that this is like strictly optimized for um a cash return it does quite well in terms of you know w- when I um when I put money into ads um you know significantly more comes out and that that's also why I need to push it um harder but mm-hmm. yeah I think I could definitely lock more stuff I, I have at times. Um, so yeah, I, I play with it. I play with yeah. it. I noticed you, sorry, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, I noticed that you removed the trials now that I'm using the app. Like, oh the yeah, I, think, I, think I was listening to this podcast called app masters and <laughs> they, they, um, <laughs> no. it, it was either yours or it was, um, there's another, I think, um, sub, there's a few I listened to. There's yeah. like three or four. Um, and somebody was talking about, um, doing, if you give away a lot of content, maybe it was yours. It was you give ours. Away a lot of content. <laughs> I'll take credit. What's that? I'll take credit, bro. It, it was yeah, ours. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. didn't talk about this. Yes. So, you know, using more of a, a freemium approach rather than um, doing a free trial. But I still like having that that free trial um, for the, the first, you know, when people initially come into the app. So I kind of tried to do a blend between them. Um, I think. I think Go this ahead. is a perfect blend. No, I, I think this is a perfect blend. We've been talking about it. There was somebody at, you know, Sub Club. I think that's the Revenue Cat one. But they yeah. were, I, I think we're listening to the same episode and they were talking about, he was the CEO of Healthy. And we got like, yeah, that's the one. That's yeah. And he was talking about no trials. I'm like, no, I don't think that's the case. I think you'd need a trial. But we had a case study that we published earlier where we talked about this app developer, indie app developer in our community. He was like, he removed the trial after the onboarding because you have so much free content. It's yeah. like you're either in or you're out. It, it, it's it, it's a trial already. Like it's, yeah, it's for like real. You see what <laughs> you can see what you can do. That you can color like so many things. So um, I think yeah. here's what you know. If I can give you unsolicited absolutely. Feedback. Here's what I've learned from others too. That you know, in lieu of a hard paywall, locking up more content. And my buddy, Rich, he tested this and he's like, lock content is starting to be like pretty similar, like more lock content. And maybe here you're giving it, you can have like, you know, image of the day being the free one and then everything else is locked. I mean, I would play around. I I think it's always worth trying. And that's definitely, you know, that's definitely one thing that I've learned. Like just Mm -hmm. if you make a change and then it it like starts to tank things, you just change it back. back. (laughs) The the only thing there is you just have to keep good records of what you're actually doing. Because sometimes, you know, I I definitely forget. And then I find myself after like look at the charts and look at the revenue on this day and then look at my chat with the developer. What was I saying to make? So so (laughs) you do want to keep a good journal of um, the changes that you're making, but you can always change back if, if it doesn't work out. I love it. George says, hey, guys, in order to have a trial in the onboarding, but no trial afterwards, do we need to set up different in-app purchases? Yeah, yeah, you do. So yeah. they're just two different SKUs, but like to the user, they're the same thing, kind of. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Ricardo's like, can't please everyone. 
Amen. You can. You can. <laughs> Aiden says, what marketing did you do? Paid, free, combination? Yeah, so it, it's it's definitely a combination. I try to you know, stack as much as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. So initially, um, I was just buying some, a, a little bit of Facebook ads, and then I would just try to, you know, uh, make my money back. I, I was also, initially, I, I would also promote a lot on Instagram, and I had a Facebook group, and I kind of got things going that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I also did some, like, paid Instagram shout outs. That was okay sometimes. Um, really good a couple times, but often I didn't, often it didn't do that great. Then I just figured like one day I had done a, a pretty big um, Instagram post promotion. This page that has, uh, they, they have a, they have a ton of traffic, um, maybe over 10 million, um, 10 million followers. Wow. Um, so I paid a, a few grand for it and it was mediocre to me. And then I figured, okay, I, I can just take that rather than doing that. I can take it to Facebook where I have a little bit more control um, and just spread that money over, you know, a few weeks or a month. So um, yeah, I've, I've essentially tried, I've, I tried TikTok as well. That that worked mm-hmm. okay. But um, I feel like Facebook is easier when you're starting out. Um, so right now I'm using primarily Facebook and Instagram ads on it. That's working well. So I'm going to try to scale that to, you know, whatever the limit is for me. Um, And before I think about any other paid platforms, what attribution platform are you using? Because we're having difficulties getting the revenue numbers getting connected. And I won't say which attribution, but like, which one are you using? Like all this stuff, it just gets to be so much more complicated than I think it should be. Agreed. But um, what's that? Agreed. I'm like, are you are you shitting me? (laughs) But (laughs) but um, I I use Revenue Cat. Um, I'm not sure whether you probably don't consider that attribution. Um, but I don't have. Do I have? No, I I don't have like a Just or Apps Flyer in this particular Mm -hmm. app. Um, so I, I just have Revenue Cat, and then I'm using. I also have um, what do you call it? Um, not mixed panel. What's the other? amplitude? I have amplitude in there mm-hmm. for some. That's pretty useful to do a bunch of like be able to look at retention, be able to look at like um, subscribers, and just break, you know, slice things a bunch of different ways. So I I, I, I like using that, but um, yeah, I think I, I look at Rev, Revenue Cat most often. You can't really attribute like to where it's coming from, I, you know. Or, or if you can, you know, you let me know. But um, it, it's good enough for me because I right now I'm really only spending on one platform, so it's either coming from organic or from my, my spend, and I, I can kind of see how things vary as I spend more. So. I like it. How are you using? Because I felt like Facebook, you need an attribution. How are you running ads? Are you running like app promotion ads? How are you running ads on Facebook without attribution? Well, well, I, I have a fa- I have the Facebook Pixel installed, if that's what you mean. Okay, and that's enough, yeah, huh? So- yeah, as long as you have that, you can you can run Facebook ads. Um, okay, you, you can get more. I guess you can get more um, detail and like more real time information if you um, if, if you install an MMP. I, I just kind of find it to be painful. Yeah, um, it is. And I guess like things have gotten more opaque, more and more opaque with Facebook. You know, um, especially as Apple has ramped up their ATT stuff. You, you just, 
you know, <laughs> you, you spend the money and you don't really see exactly what's happening on the Facebook dashboard, but it kind of gives you directional information. And then between that and um, RevenueCat and then looking at your stuff in Apple, you, you, you piece it together. <laughs> yeah. And so it's really not a, a perfect system. And I don't think like any of the any of the pros, I think they would definitely have an MMP in. But for me, um, yeah, just having RevenueCat has, has mostly been enough. I know there, you know, I've heard many multiple ways to run Facebook ads. A past guest of mine, Storybook, he was using his wife's personal page to run ads. Yeah. And I was seeing better performance. How have you found, what have you found to be one of the more better performing ways of running Facebook ads? Got it, got it. Yeah, I, I run them all off of our, um, I run them off of the app's own page. So, you know, people will see the the app's icon there um, mm-hmm. and it, it works pretty well um so what the creatives that i'm running right now are like tiktok style um videos like short videos yeah i I went on a platform called billow um and just had a a couple people it's b-i-l-l-o um and they have like video creators who will just make videos for you you can tell them 15 30 60 seconds you can give them a script or just have them create the script and, you know, mm-hmm. just give them a general idea of what you're looking for. Um, so I had a couple of them create stuff for me. Um, and this was kind of inspired by Darius Mora, uh, formerly of, uh, what's that journaling, you know, Reflectly. Reflectly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he used to have the whole operation there where they would just get, reach out to folks on TikTok all day. I tried that a little bit, wasn't getting enough responses. I was like, yeah. you know what? F it, I will just pay for for convenience. <laughs> um, and so th- this probably costs a little bit more. I think they charge it's eighty or a hundred dollars or something. I don't know. Um, but um, yeah, they 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 make the the video, and I just run those. I, I don't. I, I pretty much don't target anymore. I just do broad targeting, and then allow the creative to do the work, and really? that seems to work. Pr- seems to work pretty well. Um, but, you know, once in a while, I'll try different things. I definitely, you know, have used like lookalike audiences and that's worked well. Um, it seems to me like basically anything can work pretty well on Facebook as long as mm-hmm. the creative um, is decent. And but by decent, I just mean that it, it resonates with the audience, you know, just like just like social content. would. You don't want it to be like too much like an ad. Um, more like something that will tell a story in a way. And and sometimes it can just be a picture that will tell a story. Yeah. Um, I'll actually see if I can share an ad with you guys. Um, so, hey, Moyle, while you do that, I wonder, yeah, yeah. the one thing that popped in my mind, you know, I've heard many others and, you know, you'll talk to any of these ad platforms. They'll say, let the targeting, whoops, he dropped. <laughs> we'll wait. But one of the things I wanted to talk to him about was let the targeting figure out the automatic I I, exactly. I uh I press the wrong button. Yeah, I opened the ad on our page. That wasn't. <laughs> hey Moyo, what I want to talk about was how much spend did you need to put to let automatic targeting work? Because we're letting we're running some ads for a client of ours on TikTok, yeah. and you know they recommended do automatic targeting. So mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. my campaign structure was all messed up. But we had one campaign and the. One ad group was automatic targeting. One ad yeah. group was more targeted, interest-based targeting or yep, demographic-based yep. targeting. 
And we found like within the first month, like first couple of weeks, yo, the interest space and demographic targeting, my targeting was way outperforming the automatic mm. targeting. So I didn't, I was like, you know, is this just what the ad platforms are saying to us just yeah. to get us to spend it, versus it, it, us targeting? Like how have you, what have you found work? Got you, got you. Yeah. Um. So for, for me, uh, I definitely have my old numbers to compare. So mm. uh, it, it is actually working. Um, I don't have to spend a lot to, to, to see it work because I always start with like on, on any new campaign, unless I'm just confident, I'll start with like five, 10, 20 bucks a day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And just see like, Hey, am I getting conversions? Is it paying for itself type of thing? Yeah. Um, before, before ramping it up and each time, each time I ramp up spend, I'm, I'm always looking at like, okay. Have I gotten some type of uplift um, in, in terms of the results I'm getting back that that makes sense um, or not? And it's not always exactly proportional. I, you know, after you get above a certain amount, there's definitely some degradation. But I still want to see I'm performing better than than I was before. Yeah, I like it. We've got a question from Waruna. What app platform do you use? AppLovin, AdMob, or something else? And do you use mediation? Um, pr primarily, I primarily use AdMob. Um, we set up our own mediation. Um, it'd probably be better to use one of these mediation platforms, but you know, I've, I've just, <laughs> it hasn't been a priority for me, but, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I definitely think that you can probably get the, the most, the, the, the best return by doing mediation and always serving like what's going to give you the, the optimal, but, um, Yes, it's been AdMob, but I've also used Facebook. I've also used AppLovin. Do you, have you tested, I mean, actually, here's the question I want to ask. What's the revenue split between like ads? Because I feel like with my apps too, I'm starting to think like, you know, it's always been subscription-based, but like no ads type of thing. Yeah. But I'm kind of thinking like ads is the right play. And I'll tell you why in a bit, but what is your revenue split between yeah. ads and in-app purchases? So I make significantly more from in-app purchases. Um, George, it's, for, for me, it's like, it, it might be, it, it's probably somewhere between two to one, three to one, maybe a little bit more mm -hmm. in favor of um, subscriptions. But like, what I like is that oftentimes the, the ads will pay for the ad, pay for my ad spend, right? So it's it's like I'm getting the opportunity to get in front of my customers for free or at least heavily subsidized, right? Um, so like, you know, if I'm spending, say I'm spending 70 bucks today, um, probably, you know, at least 50 or 60 of that is, is going to be paid for right off top by advertising. And then anything that's happening with people subscribing is going to be um, profit. Right. Mm. So um, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I like that mentality, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not always going to work out that way. Um, it, th this is an app where, you know, um, thanks to Amplitude, I can see that people are spending, you know, um, 10, 14, 18 minutes on, on average um, in it. And that right. probably just has to do with the, the characteristics of this type of app. Right. Yeah, um, the people spend a lot of time in it, so uh, you know that 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 allows you to monetize them. Yeah, and I think you know what 
you, you tell me, but I feel like ads also help you with your subscriptions in a way because it's like Probably. a reminder that this is not there's an op a better option out there if yeah, you choose yeah. to you know pay for it and especially for an app like this where the the spend time is going to be high like having that ad is a, a no brainer in my yeah opinion. and it doesn't even really bother you know what the person I've seen. The other day, I actually got a complaint. Somebody was like, it's an ad fest, right? I was like, all right, <laughs> all right, fam. Then, then like, pay a couple dollars <laughs> or, or don't, whatever, right? But, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, you know, it, it's not like it's ruining the user experience. And then it, it helps you to um, pay, for, pay for what you're doing, keep the business going. So really? it, it's, it's like, why not? Um, I think that there's certain kinds of apps where it's probably going to hurt the, like, say, you know, I don't know, say this was like um, a sleeping app or something, right? And then I have interstitials popping up right? <laughs> and just, uh, you know, annoying you while you're trying to go to sleep, then maybe that's not the best. But if it's not hurting the user experience um, too much, um, yeah, well, why not? I agree. I love it. All right. Kishore asks, why don't, why don't you create Android application for what you have on iOS? So I do have an Android application for this one. Um, I don't have for, for all of them. And I guess it just has to do with, you know, certain dev teams are um, good at, at certain things. And uh, if they can make me an, an app that I want to make for a certain price, um, and this is the technology that they do that's not cross-platform, you know, that's fine. And I, I know I'm prioritizing iOS anyway, then, you know, um that's fine i actually do quite a bit on android right now but um you know sometimes i i need to work with other people in order to to accomplish that yeah man congrats look at this it's awesome yeah yeah um yeah this is actually going to start getting i'm i'm partnering with somebody who may be helping me to to push this a lot more nice so the 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 one on ios actually has a lot more downloads because but it, you know, it's because I promote it, <laughs> mm -hmm. and it's because I, I'm more confident that I can make a return on it. But right. um, there's some folks that may help me do it on Android, so we'll see. On the ad monetization side of things, or just like subscription revenue side of things, what do you mean help you with things? Oh, I mean help me in terms of like pushing. Got it. User acquisition, and then Got it. user acquisition, and then doing a uh, rev split. George says, Steve, how do you feel about the 3-1 split Moyo is getting? <laughs> I don't know how to feel. <laughs> I like you it. Know, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't care what the split is. I just want like the 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 three and the one to be multiplied by something bigger. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Just just increasing that. And um, you know, I want to do that while keeping the the scores high and like keeping people coming back. Um but yeah, I, I don't know how you feel, but I, I actually don't care what the split is. Um, yeah. it, it's like money, money. I guess it's better, to be honest, it's better. Um, let me take that back. <laughs> so I, I, I like having subscribers. And the, the primary number that I, I focus on these days when I look at my dashboard, I just want to see my subscriber number increasing. Yeah. Um, because that's like a durable form of revenue. And then it also shows me that, Hey, these people like my product enough to pay for it, um, and and continue to pay for it, right? And and that 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 also kind of leads me into another point. Um, you know, for a long time, 
I would make this decision that I don't want to offer a weekly subscription because I don't want to buy a weekly subscription. Mm. You know, I, I would never do that. To me, it seems crazy. Either like the minimum unit of time I'm going to subscribe for is um, at least a month. And that was a mistake because some people want to do that. right? Um, and it, it's, I guess what it is, is that even if it's, um, even if it's more for the same amount of time, it's just a lower level of commitment. At least I think that's the psychology. Yep. Like for me, this, this weekly plan makes absolutely no sense. I would never do it. Um, but th- there are people that do it and there are people that stay on it for quite a while. So it's kind of just taught me to like, not try to decide for, for people and, and just offer the options. Um, you know, this structure actually, so th- this, this is a structure that I've gotten from, from looking at other apps in the category and just kind of like looking at um, who's doing the best revenue wise, especially compared to how many downloads they're getting. Yeah. Um, most people actually charge a lot more yearly. Um, I've tested that and it hasn't worked too well in the past uh, with, with my audience. So, you know, sometimes just because um, it works in another app, it's not going to, to be exactly the same for you, but um, yeah, you, you just have to, to test stuff and don't just make stuff just for you. <laughs> That's number one rule of app marketing. Yeah. <laughs> just because you want to do it doesn't mean the audience because people like people say, I would never buy something on the onboarding press. Yeah, that, that's, that's you. Before I buy. Yeah, that's you, bro. You know what I mean? Like, the data shows something exactly different. Yeah, and you can cost yourself a lot because so for me, you know, hypothetically, if, if somebody were to stay on that um, weekly plan mm-hmm. yep. f- for the year, um, that's it's worth 10 times what, what uh, a yearly person is here. Now, what's not nice about the yearlies is, is it's like a pop of cash, and that can help to subsidize your ad spend. Um, and you know, a lot more of those people are likely to stay on for longer than just a year. So there are different things you have to consider. But um, you know, th- there are definitely people that you know get on the weekly plan, stay on the weekly plan, and and they're actually you know, th- th- I guess there's that um, th- that stigma of hey, you know, people forgetting and just leaving it on. But in Revenue Cat, I can see when they're using the app. And there are people that, that come on all the time that are on the weekly plan. And then I've also seen people start on the weekly plan, cancel the weekly plan, and like get on a monthly or a yearly, which is more like something that I would probably do. I, I, I could never, like, if I was to use weekly, it would be just because, okay, if I forget, then I'll only get charged $6, um, which I think is perfectly rational. But right. if I know I'm going to keep this for long term, then, yeah, I'm, I'm going to switch on to something more economical. Well, we do have data that Jake Moore from Superwall shared, and I fully believe in it. So I, you know, obviously I was looking for this confirmation bias, but I feel like two plans is better than one. I have definite data on that. Three plans are better than two. And his concern was, he's like, look, Steve, yes, the conversion grades go up because I do feel like people want options. But secondly, you want to push people to the highest LTV plan, right? Because LTV tends to go down when you have more options as well. But I'm going to assume... Moyo and Jared asked this question that most people, what's the split between weekly, monthly, and yearly? I'm going to assume people are either buying the weekly or the yearly. Like nobody, like small percentages buy a month. Yeah. Uh, so um, you would think so, but more people buy the monthly than, than I, I would expect. Really? Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's interesting. But I, I do think it, it's more weekly and yearly. Um it's hard for me to give you exact numbers on what the split is because the, the weekly is newer for me, 
but um, I find that you always get the most um, the most purchases on wherever the free trial is at. Yeah, at, at least for me. Yeah. So, you know, right now for me, um, yeah, I, I get the most weekly, and it it it's good. Like people yeah. people stay. Like revenue is going up overall. Um, I love it, and it hasn't hurt anything in terms of like the um, the the user the user reviews, and and also uh, because I used to have the free trial on the yearly, yeah, um, because that's that's what I wanted people to to get. That's where I wanted to push people. It's nice because the people who think like me will just go go right ahead and just buy the yearly. They'll be like you know rather than go on a free trial and then have that second friction point again, they'll just buy it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they don't have to make a decision again for another year. Yeah, I like it. Okay. George says, we'll speed up a little bit. The reason I'm asking for the questions about pushing ads in the three one split is he's just wondering if I'm pushing ads enough. And so, George, what I've experienced with other clients is sometimes it's a two to one split, right? And sometimes it's a one to one split. So I think it depends on the nature of the app. I just like the ads. And I think Moyo put it perfectly like, what I'm making, I'm subsidizing it. Like the main yeah. revenue model is going to be from subscription, but what I'm making from the apps allows me to pay for ads on to drive more downloads. So I really like that philosophy. And one trick, Moyo, that you could even think about too is one of my favorite campaigns to run is an app advice campaign. I've been running for 10 plus years, but yeah. the best way to run this would be to put a remove ads, if you'd like, yeah, as yeah. a non-consumable in-app purchase, make that for free for a couple of days and then drive the downloads that way. Because one of the things that you might want to test in terms of the monetization plan would be maybe it's like, you know, $3.99 to remove ads or $4.99 just to make mm. it even. And then it's $5.99 a week or $29.99 per year. And then you're mixing it up so that you're almost pushing people. So the remove ads is the decoy plan and you're pushing people to either weekly or yearly, which for you will have the highest LTV than a monthly. I don't yeah, know. I'm, That's I'm, just my assumption. I'm 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 down to try it, man. I, I have to to huddle with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I um yeah I'm 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 happy to try anything. Well not anything but <laughs> a lot <Yeah>. of things. <laughs> yeah. And then Cynical says what do you guys think about having no trial, no free trial for subscriptions? Cynical, we talked about it. I think the best practice is definitely a trial during the onboarding. I have some data that proves it works better during the onboarding. But like Moyo, we are in the app already. After onboarding, maybe no more trials because you're either yeah. in or out. And then Moyo has so much free content, it might not be useful afterwards anymore. Yeah, I see that that thing keeps popping up. I think um, I need to fix that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I've seen it like five times. That's great. Yeah, I see it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to like QA your app live. Either. No, that, that, that's cool. <laughs> I actually did see, um, I saw a review that mentioned that the other day. Just one, but... I'm sitting now I'm seeing it myself. So that's cool. So appreciate it. <laughs> you bet. I'm on an older iPhone, by the way. It's my yeah, iPhone yeah, yeah, plus yeah, yeah. for just FYI. Yeah, but I, I, I believe it's an issue. All right. All right, Moyo. Let's get into our app audit segment of the show. And then we like to do that with a little bit of all right, my friend. You want to play for dinner? Lunch? Yeah, let, let's let's do it. I, I like uh, okay. I like steak. All right, deal. <laughs> Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh yeah, let, 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 let's let's play for a tomahawk. What's a tomahawk? That, that's the, the big uh the big stick. Well, oh, 
All right. I, I don't, I'm a <laughs> vegan, but okay. You got it. My oh, friend. shit. You are. Uh, well, no. So we, we can go to a vegan spot then. Yeah. No, we, go, people... we go tomahawk, bro. I got it. I can eat fries. It's all good. <laughs> uh, we'll figure it out. Um, all right. <laughs> so am, am I going first? Do you, do you want to go first? I'm trying to find, you I don't have first. my, all first. my, I don't have all my little sound drops. So I'm going to have to make them up as I go. Where are they? They used to have sound drops here, but I guess it's not. Okay. I'll go first. Moyo, what do, why do scuba divers fall backwards out of the boat? Why do they fall backwards out of the boat? Why do they fall backwards out of the boat? Yeah. I, have, I, I couldn't tell you. Because if they fall forwards, they'd still be in the boat. Didooch. Okay, that's my didooch. <laughs> Wait, what? All what? Right. Oh I don't know. <laughs> I don't have good ones this week. <laughs> All right, you go, my friend. You lost me there. But <laughs> All right. Um, why can't iPhones be trusted? Why? Because they always spill the beans to Apple. <laughs> I, like I, I don't even think that's a joke. That's just true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Put M if you thought my joke was better. Put S if you. Oh, put S if you thought my joke was better, and put M and die you both if you thought Moyo's joke was better. And we're playing for a tomahawk. All right. Now, if you want us to look at your app in a future live stream, just go to appmasters.com slash audit appmasters.com slash audit. All right. Let me pull up the app right now. And again, it's very hard to do this on one screen. Oh, man. Struggling. All right. Here we go. So we got this app right now. I'll pull it up. Right. It's a virtual Photoshop or photo shoot room. All right, Mario. Anything? So... Let me pull up his questions real quick. I meant to download that. I didn't do that. Oh, where the hell is my notes? All right, let me pull up his notes real quick. I have it right here. Yep, got This is the first one from Dimitri, right? Is it Dimitri? Yeah, that's what it said in my... Uh... Oh, yeah, Dimitri says improving conversions to paying, custom- paying users. That's what Dimitri says. All right, Moyle. We can get into that, but anything from the app store presence that you want to highlight? Let me see. Class, virtual photo shoot. Um, so I, I know the, I'm just working my way down. I'm, I'm looking at the icon first. Um, I, I, I feel like, you know, for the photo video category, I don't know. I feel like this could be more eye-catching, probably not the biggest deal in the world, but mm-hmm. um you know, might might be something to play around with. Um, well, you saw something. You saw an improvement by A/B testing app icons, right? So your your wife, yeah, Kayla, won. She beat you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the uh, I, I I think it's always helpful to, to have that. Um, I think it's probably less important than it used to be, just because you know it, it used to be you only see the icon in the results. Now you see mm-hmm. the the three screenshots. I think it's it's. Screenshots look pretty cool. Um, and it, it's seen, let's see what the copy is. So create your virtual studio, control the camera remotely, shoot photos and videos during your video call. I'm, I'm wondering for, for this. Okay. So scroll back up one second. I just want to see what it's a virtual photo shoot. I'm wondering like, what are the top concerns of somebody trying to, to do a virtual photo shoot? So is this like... Mm-hmm. It's just like I'm an influencer type of thing, um, and I just want to use this rather than, ha- than having to book a session. And then, like, you know, what are the top three to five things that 
are on my mind um, that are going to make this compelling to me. Because I'm I'm not sure if those copy points are, are hitting those notes. Like, what do you think about that? Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's kind of confusing who this app is for. Is it for professional photographers? Is it for people who want to be influencers in that end? So I'm curious to see, like, is it a green screen? Is it like you got filters and I'm able to like shoot better photos? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what the big benefit is. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm willing to, um, you know, I'm willing to just it, it might just be that i just don't know enough you know I, maybe because i'm not the target person i don't understand it the way i should but if i was then these things would be more compelling to me um let's see create your virtual i'm not sure those are the benefits um i like this because I, mean, I i feel like you want to have the things that are going to hook you right away um and just make Ooh. you excited about using the app I'm I'm wondering also, like how this compares. I'm assuming there must be some other virtual photo shoot apps out there. So, for me, anytime I'm creating a new app, I, I like to look at the the competition and what they have, um, and just like how are they promoting it. Especially if if they're doing extremely well, getting a ton of downloads and revenue, then. You know, I won't even try to think too much for myself initially. <laughs> I'll just say, okay, um, this this messaging is great. This paywall structure is great. Let's just use that. And then once we get up and running, then we can try to innovate from there. Yeah, I like it. Dimitri, I don't know if you're for, I don't know where your paywall is. So one quickest, easy way, reason, way to get more money, show the paywall. I can't find yeah. it. I think maybe you're forcing me to sign up and then you're going to show me the paywall. So let's see what happens here. Oh, yeah. Hopefully That's, I'm hit with the that, paywall. That would definitely like kill your revenue by a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't see your paywall. Bro. Yeah. Like you yeah. gotta. Okay. Finally. Yeah. Stop burying this. You're burying this too farther down the funnel. You actually it took me so long to find this. And that's only because I was looking for you, Dimitri. Right, I was looking right, out right. for you. Otherwise this is way too complicated. I do like the pricing structure here, Moyo. Like, I like the monthly because it feels like a more to B2B play, like a Dropbox yeah. model. And I know B2B, from what I found, is monthly has a pretty higher LTV, and it just makes sense for yeah. B2B. So, like, I don't mind the monthly. I just, you got to show this, Dimitri. And I also have found that, you know, play around with this because somebody said it didn't work for them. But usually what I found is show this paywall first, before you force people to sign up, I like the way you ask people to sign up because I could easily just swipe down and close it out. But after I swipe down, you want to hit me with this paywall because I was able to use your app without any like signing up anyways. So why force me? Like, why not show the paywall? Like, obviously, I've taken a couple of pictures. Show the paywall and definitely show your paywall. Like, I guess he's doing it right here. I don't like this app. Maybe app pro features works, but I would play around with this messaging here too with this ad pro pro features yeah. we've been a b testing this with a client of ours too yeah i actually didn't know this that that was um i didn't know this that that was like an opportunity to to pay for something i didn't know me, me neither <laughs> I, I had seen the high app and my eyes completely ignored the ad pro features thing um yeah, yeah if it were me i would just try a couple of onboarding screens two or three and then show the paywall um you know what I mean? Especially something like this. I feel like somebody is coming with an intention. 
you know what I mean? Like they, they, they want this thing. So um, they might be ready to pay for it right up front. So, so yeah. <laughs> getting, getting your Zoolander on. So, so um, yeah, yeah, this is what Ricardo is saying. What was that picture? That's, that's, that's for you, Ricardo. There you go. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> There's your new screensaver or <laughs> lock screen <laughs> screensaver. Show my age, bro. <laughs> uh, cool. Let's see. Waruna says, got a question for you. What do you, do you guys, do you give users the opportunity to cancel? I know it's in your app, Moyo, you do have a cancel button yeah. and get a refund. Or is it possible to do in-app using revenue cap? Um, so we do do it in-app. Uh, I imagine that. Right here. Oh, I, I, I imagine <laughs> that that's the app open ad. Um, right here, cancel free. Yeah, trial. yeah. But you can also, uh, yeah. And activate a free trial. So, but right, yeah. right. Um, I, I, I imagine that's hooked into revenue cat just because that's how I'm processing payments. Um, mm -hmm. I, I didn't, you know, talk about that with my developer, but I'd imagine that's the case, but yeah, you know, um, I, I, I do offer that and I don't think it really affects the cancellation rate at all, but it's nice to have actually, um, I probably would want to change the copy there. So it says cancel free trial and then. I guess if you're not on a free child and it should be like um, cancel yeah. subscription or whatever. Right. Right. Um, well, I've seen another app do this. I forget which app it was. It was like cancel free trial. It asked you why you're canceling. And then it like asked you like different questions. And then yeah. it finally took them to the app store. I kind of like yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, that, that that's, that's actually um, a good way to get some information yeah. uh, as well. I, I, I would guess not everybody's going to fill that out, but then yeah. some people might actually tell you, <laughs> You know, you, you might get some good, like, hey, like, none of your effing this and that works. That's 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 good data. <laughs> yeah. Victor says, it might be a paywall that pops up after I run out of storage. This is for Dimitri's mm. app. Agreed, Victor, but most people who buy, buy during the onboarding process. I've yeah. talked to so many different apps with, like, millions of downloads to, like, just a handful. It's just you got to show your paywall sooner. And so I get it. But and here's the what I always say when I hear a question like this. What percent of your users max out the free space? And then yeah. they're like, mm, well, it's like, it's a small percentage. Okay. Spoiler alert. It's a small percentage. Yeah. Hey, Moyo, I'm short on time. I'm going to speed up a little sure, bit. Sure, go ahead. So, <laughs> Samuel gave me the S. Round one. Oh, goes man. To Steve. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> I've been doing, I do this week in and week out. So, yeah, you know, yeah. it's kind of hard, oh, kind of hard to beat the goat here. All right, Moyo, round two, baby. You want right. to go first or you want me to go first? You, you go first again because I right. got to find Hopefully, Romaine is not here because he's French. But, Moyo, why do French people eat snails? Let me know. All right. Simple because they don't like fast food. <laughs> there it is. All right. Got it, got it, got it, got it. What you got? All right. So, um, why did the iPhone wear glasses? Why? Because it lost all its contacts. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, that's a good one. So put M for Moyo, put S for Steve, and then we'll move on to Sarvin's app right here. He says, I want to get to 1,000 daily downloads. Well, good luck, my friend. It is going to be a hard road ahead for you yeah, without you any pay type for of them. paid marketing. Exactly, my friend. That's a short answer. Move. Let's go to the next one. Let's help him out. Let's bring up his app here. 
So photo to video maker with song. I mean, I'll start off Moyo and then you can jump in. Sure. The easiest way to get to 1,000 daily downloads, Moyo said it too, you got to have to pay for them. I think it's very hard just to do it with just organic these days. And what you can do is just, you know, if you want to get to 1,000, focus maybe because you're made in India, maybe focus on these type of markets where the cost per install is not going to be that low. So you're not breaking your, you know, the bang for your, you're not, you know, you can not exhausting your ad budget, but you can like in India and Brazil emerging market, we've been able to get like three cents, five cents Mm -hmm. per download. And so that's a way to start helping your organics go too. Yeah. um, I I definitely, it's probably going to be paid, um, but I guess you want to also make sure you're maxing out your, your ASO, you know, you're doing everything right with the title. There's probably a lot of room for improvement here. Um, you know, just, just finding like every edge that you can so that you at least have that organic base. And then, um, every few weeks you're going to want to like, see how you're ranking on, on your top keywords. And if you're not, if you're not hitting, you know, let's say in, in the top 10, top five on keywords, you're going after use that real estate for something else. Um, and, and, you know, try to try to start ranking in in the top five, in the top three um, on multiple keywords and just keep on like stacking. But yeah, ultimately you'll probably need to pay. So you want to make sure that you're monetizing efficiently and that you can, you can kind of like sustain that. But, you know, I I guess I I would ask the question, I should have started with like, why, you know, what's the reason for a thousand down because you can easily get a thousand downloads, you know, it's just, yeah, it's gonna cost you. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I, yeah, you know, for, for me, like, I actually I used to care a lot more about the download numbers because I, I wasn't paying for anything back then, um, and so I would know that, hey, for this amount of downloads, I'm gonna make this much revenue based on historicals. But um, now, as things have evolved, um, I more so look at, you know, what am I gonna make from my my average user and like. How much can I afford to put into acquiring them? And, and like, how, how, if that's the relationship, you know, let's say I'm making um, two to one or, or I'm making three to one, you know, how how long does that relationship continue? How yeah. long does that scale? And, and as long as it does, I will buy a million down, you know, if, if I'm able to. But um, it, it, it takes time to scale because... Uh, you know, as you increase spend, things might change in, in the way that in the quality of the people that you're receiving back or, uh, you know, maybe initially you're getting all of the best prospects for your app. But later on, um, they're not as good a fit. So you're not going to monetize them as well. Um, I know you're short on time. So, so let me stop. there. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, my friend. All right. Well, one thing I do want to say just from an ASO standpoint, bring back his app. I do like this status maker. So like lean in, whatever, like Moyo said, whatever keyword you find that is the most effective, you're going to have to run some ads. What we found with one of our bigger clients is that ads do help with the ASO. And even when, you know, they were like, how come it's not growing as fast? Cause they're like, we spent a hundred thousand, you know, a hundred percent, two X more budget. We're driving 200, 300,000 downloads a month in the U S how come the ASO isn't, you know, getting a hundred percent. Never going to see that way. Told them like when you cut the spend, look at when you cut the spend by 50%, the ASO still went up by 20%, like after our search downloads. So you're gonna have to play around with that. But I agree with Moyo, like, why do you even try to get to instead of saying I want to get to 1,000 daily downloads, get to 1,000 
monthly revenues or 10,000 monthly revenues, that's way more important because in the end, downloads just aren't going to matter. That's not kind of how you're going to make your living with downloads. You're going to make your living through revenue. Yeah, you can pretty much get as many downloads as you want, but it's just about getting them in a in a sustainable way. And look, here's what I would say too. When I'm in the app itself, like it says jingle bits. And I had to like, I did a double take. I was like, uh, is this the right app? Am I about to open the right <laughs> app? Like I totally forgot that it was called jingle. So like you you have photo to video everywhere. Why not just lead with photo to video and mm-hmm. you calling it jingle bits? I never saw jingle bits anywhere when I downloaded the app. It made me confused. Like, did just this is spammy? So play around with that too. Like, don't call it jingle bits because there's nowhere jingle bits nowhere to be found. Uh, it, it, there it goes <laughs> again. Jingle bits. Who is this jingle bits? <laughs> Maybe that's the initial brand name. I'm guessing. He might have changed things around. Um, you know, yeah. maybe he started off calling it Jingle Bit something, and then tried to opt more for ASO, but then didn't change the the icon and etc. Uh, so it could be that I'm just not connected. Something's wrong with the internet here for some reason. So could be that I'm not. Yeah, so for some reason I can't connect my Android to the internet, so I can't see the paywall. But that's the first thing I would look at. We are trying to help more Android clients Moyo, with paywall optimization. Cause I've got a lot of case studies on yeah. the iOS side, but I want more on the Android side. So, but I, I'm sorry, I can't look at your paywall, just the hotel internet. It's the Android. Damn. I blame Android iPhone. I get on the internet just fine. Android. I have no idea how to get on this. internet. <laughs> Same freaking network too. So I wish I could give you more feedback. Give me, or what's I forgot. Solvent, something like that. I forget the name. So reach out to me and then I'll help you out with your monetization as well. All right, Moyle, Sarvan, Sarvan. Okay. Moyle, anything I missed that you want to talk about before we say goodbye? Just, I'm seeing I got killed again on the, the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Romaine is here. Romaine, I am thinking about you, my friend. And he says, I do eat snails. So that's great. But he, he probably agrees. French people do not like. But we tell it up. Raruna loves you. Moyle, Steve. Got a good one, Victor, Romaine. So sorry, Yomi. We'll still do the T Hawk, but you know I gotta find some vegan options. Like make make yeah. potato somewhere around there. No, no. I, I I say we go to a uh, we we go to a vegan place. Um, right, and yeah. uh, you know the the food um is generally pretty good when 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 it's a uh, no nah, vegan food is cool. Like when they have the restaurants. Although, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So um. Uh, I'm, I'm down. Let me know. All right. Well, go check out Moyo's apps. Oops. Let me bring up the right screen again. This makes it a little bit difficult, but I did not want to miss and reschedule the stream anymore. So if you go, <laughs> Moyo, what, which one do you want? Color Noir is the um, one, or which one do you want check them to check out? The, um, the AI art generator, or right there. Yeah. So AI headshot art generator right here. Moyo, I love it. You're like always up to date with the latest themes. You know, realizing what worked back in 2011, 2013 timeframe, bringing it into this age. So go out, go check out, just search for Headshot AI Art Generator in your app store and you'll find Moyo's apps in there. And Moyo, if the audience wants to connect with you in any other way, do you want to send them anywhere else? Um, Yeah, you can hit me up on LinkedIn. That's that's always a great place. Cool. So Moyo's LinkedIn profile is linked up into your favorite podcast app, YouTube description, wherever you consume your media. Moyo. Any parting words before we say goodbye? Um, It's been a good time, man.
<laughs> you got to brush up on the dad joke game, huh? Yeah, I, I do. I do. I, actually, um, it's not my fault. It's uh, Chat GPT. I use my app. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, next next week we got a good one for you guys. We've got Josh, a friend of mine, Endenberg, who's gonna he he's one of the founders of the Miracle Morning app. He didn't write the book, but he's working with Hal. It's a great book, Miracle Morning. He built the app based off the book to really help people. And we're gonna learn how he's been leveraging different authors with popular books and how he's built this app, and then a lot of paywall optimization. So it's gonna be a good one. Every Friday, 9 a.m. Pacific, if you're on the East Coast, 12 p.m. like I am right now. Thank you guys for joining. Moyo, thank you so much for coming on and doing this, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a, been a blast. I don't know what this means. Alert? Like, come? Oh. What I don't do know, man. Right. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you guys next week. Next. Tired of overpaying for App Store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.